welcome back to another episode of Flexibles. I am Jason Lacey, and I'm joined by my friend. You might know him. He's the internet's Lucas Rose. Hi. Hi. How's it going, dude? It's going okay. How are you? I'm alright. We haven't talked for almost basically two weeks. It feels like longer than that, honestly. It feels It feels longer and also like two seconds. But that's how everything in my life feels, so don't feel too bad about it. Okay, good. I, I I'm I balance right in with everything else. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Just today is like I've been here by myself since seven thirty this morning. And I feel like around noon, I was like, I feel like it's only been five minutes. Like I just said goodbye to my wife like four hours ago, but really it feels like it's been five minutes because you lose so much time. You've had a hectic uh, few weeks, I feel like. There's a lot going on in your life that yeah. people may or may not know about. There's some other things that true. may have not been shared. But I mean, you know, you're weathering the storm. We'll see We'll see how much I decide to divulge. Like, like Scott Stapp, you're weathered. With arms wide open. Welcome, anyway, everyone, to the, gosh, 289th episode this year, Flexibles. The world keeps turning. The podcast keeps burning. We have a Discord. We'd love for you to come hang out with us. Flexibles.com slash Discord. We'll get you the invite onto that server. We stream this show live every Tuesday. Today's not Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. We had to, we had to push the show day. It's, it's true. Okay. Oh, I better, yeah, I better put that don't, in the IRL. Don't worry about that. And... We've got a Patreon, much like all your favorite other content creators out there, patreon.com slash There's some awesome people that we're going to thank later on in the show that help make this possible. We'd love for you to be one of them. Lucas, I wanted to say I made some change. I was on the old Squarespace. So for people that don't know, let's do some behind-the-scenes talk. This is your podcast. We have a website, uh, flexibles.com, of course, naturally. Yes. It's hosted via Squarespace. And we, unlike um, a lot of better podcasts who have a better RSS hosting option, such as Podbean or actually use a dedicated service. We self host on Squarespace, which it's been kind of a mixed bag. And I'm always like interested in what we get for like our quality, like what you get in your posts and what it pulls across into when it actually pushes out an RSS. But Mm -hmm. I was on there and I was looking at the settings for whatever for the feed and they hadn't actually have an option to have it optimized for podcasts which is like oh i, I don't remember that that was new or not and I, I, after talking with donnie because i've helped him set up his uh independent feeds for psvg because they're hosted on squarespace as well um i noticed that there's some other settings in there that weren't available before and now there was an option to syndicate the feeds more in tune for podcasting which instead of getting us 100 episodes we now get 300 whoa um and quick aside I'm getting, I'm hearing feedback. I don't know where it's coming from, but I, I can't hear myself, but I hear like, I want to explain this, like the first split second of anything I say, I hear that. I don't hmm. know where it's coming. I don't know where it's coming from, but it, I it's don't very, know either. It's very annoying and I'm going to try to ignore it, everyone, but I may not be able to. Let me back my mic up. I don't know where it would be coming from. Anywho. Okay, maybe that was it. Maybe it was bleed from my somehow. Oh no, there it was again. Oh, huh, very strange. Anywho, 
Uh, so now, if you notice on your favorite apps or in iTunes, we have 300 episodes are now available to you in our app. So if you you know wanted to catch up on some back catalog stuff, now you can. I think the last time I checked, it went all the way like to episode three or four. So almost our entire library, because we've had some extra episodes here and there that have moved our oh yeah our, that's true our count off. But so there's that. I there is the downside is like the the content is simpler in the feeds. Like I've been always particularly like it's nice to have like the episode art pushed through in the feed. So if you use like your pocket cast or uh, downcast or, you know, a more premier podcast app, you know, it would capture that and the formatting and the text and things would look better. This is much more dumbed down now. And it's just going to be like, you know, simple text and the hyperlinks will work and everything, but you're not going to see any of the, the, the more finer, the finer musings of Lucas Rose's handiwork in the, uh, the post. So you want to, catch on that you know just check it out on the, on the actual website itself but really for most of you it's not going to impact things in any way and now you've got all these those back catalogs to check out if you never have and we released uh safe space the new episode last oh, it was like what two weeks ago now or was it last week i think it was last it was last week, week wednesday i believe and those of you that uh have an, aren't a part of the Legion, you got to hear what Safe Space was because we put that out on the public feed the first episode last week for people to enjoy while we took the holiday break. So I hope everyone uh, got a nice taste of that and maybe they're like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. And we have gotten a lot of great feedback from listeners mm-hmm. on Safe Space and we appreciate that from all of you that have done that. I think everyone appreciates to hear when something's appreciated or what people think of something. So thank you to everyone that took the time to say that to us. It's true. And that's that's my. Uh, it's a show that we actually put some thought into, unlike <laughs> unlike what we're doing now. There's some uh, what you call um, production value. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, we, sometimes we got to do it. Sometimes, sometimes we don't do it. We don't do it here. Sparsely, we sprinkle it in like salt because if you have too much mm. salt, it's, you know, those off the dish. flat like bite, bite. Ooh, look at the bat wing. I mean, you wanna... I don't even remember how to do the show anymore. We take a week off and I just, I'm, I'm oh, tired, I know. man. I'm just tired. I think I that's like what you, it comes I feel, down I feel to. Like, I feel like you, this is what must be. You feel like every day. It feels this like what lately. I, this is what I feel like now. I just went to the doctor and told my, my doctor, I'm like, I feel tired all the time. Can you do anything? Well, tell me about that. Let's talk. Let's okay. do a little segment we call IRL, which allows us to tell you about your life so you can feel better. Well, tell, see, it allows <laughs> us to tell you about our lives so you can feel better about your own. See, that's how tired I am, guys. I can't true. even. I wish this was coffee. I, I wouldn't even care if this was coffee right now. I would drink it. Ooh, man. I made that mistake. I'm like, well, yesterday I was like, ooh, I should drink a Mountain Dew at, you know, 4 p.m. Oh, so God. that we're good. I, I know, don't, but it's the only thing I have. Just the thought of drinking a Mountain Dew at any time of day just makes my stomach churn. It's not my favorite tasting soda pop, but. It's my wife buys it and drinks it in the gallon. So that's, that's very, that, I'm very surprised by that. Well, it's because she doesn't drink coffee. So now she has the caffeine addiction, but the only thing she'll drink is Mountain Dew, basically. Oof. I feel for her <laughs> teeth already. Or her blood sugar levels. Um, so, yeah, basically, I, well, I had a, a scheduled physical today. So I had to go talk to about my blood pressure and stuff which was fun and uh so yeah there was some i I had to pull my pants down and show my my woman doctor my 
twigging berries, as it were, which is very awkward. I've done that. Yeah, I'm not used to having physicals, like the whole turn your head and cough thing. You know, and you can't really, you can't have a woman feel bad for you about that at all because they're like, uh, have you ever gone to a gynecologist? (laughs) So I don't don't see your legs in any stirrups, sir. Yeah, it's true. At least I don't have to assume any position. Well, I I guess in a way I do, but the position is stand there awkwardly with your, no man looks good with their pants (laughs) at their ankles. Let's just put it that way. I've had many of those examinations lately, as we all know. Yeah. As I've, as I've, your prostate is like just not even pristine. Wish Only I had an because I still have the phantom pain. I still have it. So clearly, prostate pain, just paying two hundred fifty dollars for physical therapy. That oh, the did, stomach that didn't even help. The hernia yeah. possibility. Yeah, I still got it. Yet? I don't, and it just randomly for no reason. If you're lucky, you'll turn. You'll get old, and then you can take medication for it, and then you'll have another medication to add to the list of things you get to complain about to your children or okay, child. Cool. I take this medication because this medication has a side effect, and <laughs> I can't pee anymore. Oh, gosh. I don't poop but once a month. I feel like this is from The Simpsons. <laughs> what isn't? I've been watching a lot of Simpsons lately. Um, yeah, so everything's okay for the most part. Yeah. I am possibly looking into this. Is this is getting personal? But I don't mind. I shared my my scrotum stories or cro- crotatum or whatever. <laughs> so why not this? Um, I am <laughs> boil them, mash them, stick them up your nose. Um, don't do that. That'd be like cinnamon in your nose. It'd be uh-huh. so bad. What are you drinking anyway? Is it just water in a fancy cup or is it something interesting? Hot cuckoo. I thought it might I mean, be hot I mean, cuckoo. I'm holi- as we like to say in a flexible land. I'm holiday spiced. Ooh. Oh, yes, that's right. That was last year, wasn't it? It's a road that you go? Oh, gosh. Don't. <laughs> um, so there's a chance that uh, I might be going on a antidepressant, possibly. Um, not because I'm going to be suicidal or anything like that, but um, actually what, remind, what it reminded me of is, do you remember when we used to actually pay attention to Penny Arcade? And their live God. show and everything. And I think it's, is Mike the, Mike. Uh, Mike's the artist. The artist. Yeah. Mike he was like talking that. about yeah. how he got medication yeah. and it did like wonders for him. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I've been feeling kind of weird lately. Motivation, energy problems, that type of thing. Not so much lack of interest in your hobbies. Was you got a, tip off. Really an imbalance. So yeah, to speak. exactly. Chemical um, imbalance is what they are. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's true. To make it sound smart. Um, and also, i just been grumpier than usual. And it's hard because it's hard to nail it down because, you know, you're like we said, we're tired all the time. And the the seasonal changes, tired. it's nighttime from like 3 p.m. In, until 6 or 7 in the morning. So mostly dark yeah. and. I stay home all the time and I'm not working out, not eating the greatest anymore. All sorts of stuff. Thankfully I didn't go up in weight. I actually dropped three pounds apparently. So yeah, I, I not because I've been doing anything. So yeah, I just told her, I was like, Hey, this is what's going on. She's like, well, let's just, they have a chart for everything. So she's like, let's ask the questions. And I answered them and she's like, yeah, you have, um, it was, 
intermediate depression or something like that. Oh. So I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to do anything about it. We, we've talked about, like, exercise, diet, possibly vitamin D deficiency. I have to get lab work done, so maybe there's a deficiency there. She added, like, vitamin D and some other vitamin stuff to see if I have a deficiency. Because it, mm-hmm. it's only been – it's acute. It's been, like, the last two or three months so that I felt yeah. weird. So, yeah, I, I mean – it it's weird because I wouldn't say I'm depressed. Like I know people who are depressed and will talk to me about it and I don't feel like that. So it's a very, like, it's a very casual, you know, like it's not just one day I woke up and I'm like, I can't get out. No, it's okay. I can't get out of bed, you know, or what you, I guess you would picture from movies or television. It was just like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think it's becoming more, culturally and societally norm and acceptable that there's other it, that's there's many faces of depression it's not yeah. just that the crippling i can't do anything there's other yeah well and it's so great because you don't ever want to you have no motivation which means you don't want to better yourself to to, <laughs> to fix it you're just like oh every problem is a is a mountain when really it's a molehill but uh but i'm okay everything's fine uh i i feel somewhat better just talking about it. So that helped. Um, Other than that, man, everybody in the house is sick. And the reason why we ended up, well, not everybody in the house, but everyone is trying not to get sick because Evelyn is the latest one to get sick from Isaac. Somehow I've still managed to hold it off somewhat. And uh, so we've been having problems sleeping because uh, our, our baby girl does not want to go down for uh, her at night. At night, she'll go for naps, although yesterday she didn't as easily. Or, sorry, today. Mm-hmm. And it's because she's been dealing with a whole lot of just snot and everything all up in her face and lungs. And she sounds like <gasps> sometimes, oh, you know. Kids, kids' snot's always the worst, too. It is, especially for babies because they have no control. Like, she'll sound like she needs to clear her throat, or you just want to be like, <clears throat> or, you know, just. <laughs> clear that out but they can't because they don't know how so what happened was uh it'd been the fourth day of this like she's been waking up crying and all this other stuff so my wife calls my wife calls the doctor and the doctor's office and they're like "Eh, maybe you should get her seen this was at 5 p.m so we couldn't take her there so we had to go to urgent care and they were like well it doesn't see it seems to be a fairly normal baby's uh, cold that you can't really do anything about and so we feel stupid because we're like we know that part but it was all like preventative like I don't want if she's starting to get pneumonia or something you know if that's where this is heading I don't want to be regretting you know five days from now that we didn't take her in sooner to get her treated or whatever but I don't know I felt really um, kind of like Every time we take our baby in somewhere, they're like, no, no, she's fine. Everything's fine. You're just a shitty parent who just wants her their have unreasonably high expectations of a baby is what it feels like. So uh, she's fine. Um, she actually slept pretty good yesterday, but that's where we were at. We I thought we were going to have to do chest x-rays to rule out pneumonia, but the uh, actual doctor came in and was like, well, I'm not hearing what this other person was hearing, so... Uh, if it were me, I wouldn't do an x-ray on my baby because it's, you know, you don't want to do x-rays unless you have to. Uh, so 
yeah, needless to say, we haven't been getting a whole lot of sleep these last few days. Um, to liven things up a little bit, here's here's my actual stories, I guess. So, for the we last year around winter time, Aldi was selling these uh, plastic window covering kits where you uh, basically cover your windows with plastic so that the heat doesn't escape through the tiny cracks in your shitty windows that have been here since like the house was built. And so I have, I reluctantly um, agreed to put on the kit that we bought last year uh, and had not put on so that uh, because Derek and Brittany were over and they were like, yeah, why don't we just do it? We just did our house. We'll help you, whatever. And I'm like, cool. That means I don't really have to do anything. So I let them do it. Cody, what are you doing? Go lay down. Gosh, look in the floor. Dogs lick the floor. If you don't have a dog and you're thinking about getting one, dogs just lick every don't single a, thing they possibly think is food. Don't get a dog. You know no, ninety percent of Cody's life is searching for food that may or may not exist. I. What are you doing? Asher, Asher's like that now too. It's so annoying. Sorry about that, everyone. I was like, really. Like, yeah, I was watching Jason taking care of his microphone because I was really was pissed off. On. Like this microphone placement, I just don't like. I don't think it was getting good sound, so I like flipped it. You flipped mid, the script. in the middle of the show. I <laughs> rearranged it because that's that's a smart thing to do. It was pretty impressive. I didn't hear anything. Well, I muted so. it in the. In it the wasn't like. I also I also <laughs> need to move. I think I need to move the mic stand too. But You're I never happy it right with now. it, man. You're never no. happy with it. Um. But anyways, so we were, yeah, we wanted to rule all that out. And then we just kind of felt stupid when we got home because it was like, well, you can't really do anything. We can't do anything for her. It's just typical baby stuff. It's like, well, I know, but, you know, it's nice to know that it wasn't something worse. You don't have to make us feel so stupid about it. Right. Exactly. So we got home. Everything's okay. She's slowly getting better. She still sounds like, you know, General Grievous after shot with. <laughs> By Han Solo. Um, yeah, right. And then lastly, this is just a little PSA for everybody, if you have children. So I'm, I'm trying to get... I, I, I missed the part, though. Uh, how's, that, how's that window, plastic window sealing working? Oh, that's what I was talking about. Sorry. Uh, so the plastic windows. Yeah, so we, they helped us put it up, and it was actually pretty easy and, you know, whatever. And here's the thing. They, they work well, but, like, 10 minutes after it, they got up... Um, my mother-in-law was here and Derek and Brittany were here and everyone's like, I think it's, I, I think it feels warmer in here already. And I'm just like, <laughs> and there are shitty windows to be fair, especially the ones on the not facing the road. And it's just like shaking my head. I'm like, like those ones on uh, the that face the, dry, the neighbor's driveway. Yeah. The neighbor's such good windows. We have the most windows on facing the uh, neighbor's house is a great plan right there to see their driveway. Uh, it's great. I like to be able to do that. And apparently just have a giant hole in our house, or at least the axe is a giant hole. Yeah, I mean. So it is It is now. It definitely stays warmer up there. So I'm hoping. I, I'm anxious because I'm old now. As you're, When you're over 30, you want to see your furnace bill, your gas bill, to uh, see what your house is rated against all the other houses in your neighborhood and all this other boring, stupid stuff that I like you that really have no control one. over. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're, it's always a bar graph. We like to see bar graphs. Makes our monkey brains feel good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm this bar graph. I'm this bar. This is the other. All these fools in my neighborhood are way up here. Stupid idiots using 148 
CCs right. or whatever. This is a highly efficient home. Yeah. What they don't know is we just have it turned down to like slightly above freezing so that it never kicks on except for to keep the pipes from freezing. Um, yeah. So the plastic windows say we saved a fortune <clears> in <throat> our heating bills. Uh, off brand Christmas P- PSA. So Ooh. if you have small kids, I'm trying to get into the Christmas spirit and I'm like, all right, we're going to watch a Christmas movie at least one a week until Christmas. Cause we usually don't really do that that much until about like a week before Christmas. Yeah. seems like it just gets ahead of us. Not cause we're trying to be grouches. Or I mean, anything. I think, I think it's easy for that to happen. You know, yeah. if you, you, you do that same thing with like, Oh, we were going to do that with Halloween. We're going to watch, you know, scary movies. Right. Doesn't happen. Yeah. It's it. Everything is too easy to get away from. So you really have to make an effort to, to, if you want to, you you have to go out of your way to do it, unfortunately. So I'm trying. It's not working very well so far, I might add. But uh, one day, we were, I said, all right, we're going to watch a Christmas movie. Isaac, you can pick one. So we're going through, and he doesn't know any of these. These are all on Netflix. And we see some of these, like, off-brand, cheapo, uh, like, something that would have been produced around Grand Rapids, probably, or shot and produced around here that I oh, could have worked on. It's called uh, Santa Claus with... Uh, like Claws, C-L-A-W-S. And it's about these kittens that can talk because, of course, cats and dogs all have to talk in kids' movies. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It's probably going to be bad, but whatever. We'll watch it for Isaac. And we turned it on, and it was kind of inappropriate, at least for a four-year-old, because they're talking. got to look it up now. This mom is taught, like, this mom is written to be mean it, it's so unrealistic she doesn't believe in there's no reason for it but she doesn't believe in santa claus and blah 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 she doesn't believe in having a christmas tree because like she even says because it's a corporate holiday where we just oh, buy stuff. like it's so bad it's clearly the writer's either interpretation of what the holiday is now or their interpretation of what a person who's a, like this what they would say um I can I just say I'm pretty sure the battle of the beer cameras We're camera better. work was better than the photography. It looked in, like a commercial. The filmography in this, yeah, it does. I think they spent all their budget making those uh, the cat's mouths move. Yes, and they don't always like they go back and forth. Sometimes they don't show the mouths, like they just have the cats doing what, like playing around, so that they don't have to show the mouths, basically. Uh, or for instance, the the creepy neighbor who wasn't creepy really at all. Uh, who's like way into Christmas comes over with to bring over uh, macaroni and cheese, like this big bowl. And you think it's going to be like homemade or at least look homemade. No, it's crap. It's like a giant craft macaroni and cheese. bowl. <laughs> How did you watch this? We did. That, that guy that falls into the pool. Yeah. Yeah. He had it's a weird like, the, like the, over. The plot of, of, of the, of the Santa Claus and then just added kittens to it. Yes. Yes. Basically. Um, so the mom is like being mean and talking about how she doesn't believe in Santa Claus and how he's not real. And the kid just wants to have a Christmas tree. He's like hiding one in his room and the mom finds it. And like for a four year old, just seeing all these adults talking about how Santa Claus isn't real. It kind of made me worried because I, Oh yeah. I was like, you know, we might not make it to the end of the film where you see the, that Santa Claus is real and all this other stuff. And yeah, there was just a lot of weird creepiness about it that I was like, we ended up turning it off. The net was like, I don't think we should be watching this. So 
Yeah, maybe just stick with the classics these <laughs> these days because apparently <laughs> anybody can have a movie on Netflix, especially if it's holiday because I'm sure yeah. they just want to get as many holiday movies on there as possible. The funny part is Isaac actually was liking it, but we we were like, no, no, and this is too weird. I, I don't know what to expect next. It's getting in that creepy territory. Let's just move on. Next time we'll try The Grinch, the newer The Grinch. Uh, it's good. Christmas yes, with the Cranks, all that good that. stuff. And um, eh, let me th- I'm trying to think how it would be content-wise. Um, I think uh, the on Disney Plus, Noel, I think, I think that's family. Yeah, we were looking at that too. I don't think there's any. um, I can't remember. We watched it uh, last week. Well, I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything because I mean I watched it myself. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Looking at a four year old that wouldn't be. Oh yeah. I don't think there's not. It's not like there's no violence or anything like that. So I think I think you know it's. I'd have to see what it's rated. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's rated PG. So. I think I read that they won't go. They won't do anything over PG thirteen. And that's even pushing it um, for the, the service. Actually, I have a story about that when we get to what you're playing. So. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. Obviously, we had a that's two weeks of everything. Yeah, so. I mean, it was tough. It was like, uh, it, I, I didn't want to talk about Yeah, Yeah, we had Thanksgiving. Mm, you know, that's the thing. They yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. came and went. They might go into deals with that. Uh, we had right before um, the Thanksgiving break, we had an appointment. One of our long-awaited appointments with the ear, nose, ear, nose, and throat doctor for Aiden because you know he's had this was a, a possible evaluation to see if if he's a candidate for getting uh, tubes. You know, yeah, I remember ears. you were talking about that. Yeah, so my so my wife has logged every time you know, he's had an ear infection, and, and he's not he's at the lower. I think like I think it's like in this. I don't remember how many months time. You know, they wanted you know X number of instances instances then it's like okay but he's not really at the high, he's at a point where like yeah he would be a candidate for it but it's not like where it's like there's something they're like pushing for that we need to need to have happen. okay so he's riding you know? like the kind so of it's like could go so it's way. up to us really and we're like um but here's the thing okay so he had this appointment at 10 30 to have okay. his hearing tested okay so we get there do the hearing test. Great. Then his actual appointment with the ENT wasn't until 1130. Oh, so, you know, you have to get there. She, my wife had to get there with him like, you know, 20 minutes 20 early minutes for the early. appointment because yep. that's what they always want you to be there for. So you got a two year old in this lobby for and the hearing test was right on time schedule. Took really no time at all. Back out in that lobby, and he's so you know he's he did a great job actually. How long he had to wait, but you know just sitting there with a kid in a waiting room, that's not easy to do. No. Eleven thirty comes, eleven thirty goes. I don't think we finally got take, taken back for his, his visit with the doctor until like maybe eleven fifty, and then um you know the nurse asks us questions right away. Da da da. Doctor hasn't come in. Doctor hasn't come in. I've been gone from work now since like nine forty five. It's like twelve fifteen. I'm like, okay, if this doctor's not back by twelve twenty, I gotta go. <laughs> and finally, the doctor comes in, and, and you know, I, I've seen this more with like chiropractors. I think, like, you, I, I think it's like this ego thing. You know, they come in with this air about them, and like, I'm gonna, I'm this, I'm God's gift to medicine, <laughs> and I know everything. And he was, you know, he was like. An older guy, probably I'd say in his like early fifties, I'd say. So you know okay. he's experienced, but all but just 
going a mile a minute, zooming around, not really his like bedside manner was non-existent. Like, you know, you're working with kids, so you know, didn't really give wasn't didn't really explain it. it take the moment to like explain to Aiden what he was doing. It was just fast paced and did barely, you know, ask us like I think he finally told us one thing, like as he's walking out the door. You know, I think we met with him for like I swear he was in the room for ten minutes. Ugh. You know. So um I just it was just a horrible experience. You know, just the the weight and everything. And then, you know, we didn't really, you know, we got, he got recommended that we use uh, Flonase for Aiden, uh, the nasal spray for his, uh, for his congestion, which has actually worked really great. Um, it's cleared that right up. And all oh, good. Issues with, so I'm sure he, I'm, I'd be surprised that this kid doesn't have any sort of seasonal allergies he's dealing with. Mm. My, my wife and I both as children had that. Uh, but then they recommended, you know, he talked about the croup and we never thought about the ENT for that. And since that is a throat um, disorder. Issue. Yeah. And he talked about um, for some kids have success using a. Um, oh, what's the, uh, the word I'm thinking for? Uh, anti-reflex medication helps with that. And I don't oh. know how Like, has never had problems with reflex, but I don't know. We haven't tried that yet. And so thing is like we it was terrible so we called our doctor back to get another referral to a, a one of the entities that one of uh Jess's friends had great time with her with her kid and um we've been to this doctor ourselves well not this doctor but at least this branch of anti i think it's grand rapids ear nose and throat mm-hmm. and this uh, the first one was through spectrum which is who our, our doctors are through and when when Jess called and complained, they're like, yeah, you know, we're sorry to hear about that. And we have heard that about we had had similar complaints <laughs> before to this about this um, office. And it's like, well, why do you keep referring your patients to that to them then? Maybe you should not do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're waiting to see. Well, it's that. just it's the only one your insurance covers. So <laughs> everyone else is out of. Uh, uh, I think I think we're switching health plans in 2000, in 2020. Oh, fun. Okay, wait. I can't imagine it. There's no way it has to be better. There's no way anything could be worse than what I have right now. And also, I cleaned my desk this past weekend. I like took the PC apart, vacuumed it. It was actually yeah. the inside was actually really good. I expected my 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 GPU to be kind of dusty. Not at all. And even the front the front panel wasn't too bad. But it, you know, it always feels nice to get all that dust out of there, vacuum everything out. I I bet I know why it's so clean actually. Cause oh, because it's it. never turned on. <laughs> yeah, it's a pod <laughs> actually. Yeah, it's on once a week actually. It's true. That that's what it does. It like blows out all of the dust when you turn it on, and <laughs> poof, and then it's clean and once I, again. I rearranged some of my cable management because I cleaned, I vacuumed under the desk. I re- cleaned up my desktop quite a bit, so that's not quite as messy. Um, but yeah, now this this desk, this cable arm definitely that's gonna be the next move here. That's the that's the only problem with this desk, man. There's just not. I'm really limited on my options on how can I. Um, arrange it and i have to say man the prospect of this this new pc in 2020 it's got salivating doesn't it i i'm extremely excited i know when you're excited because you keep posting lists and talking about it every day man i look but here's the you know but it's you know we're in a different place now yeah i have a a huge back catalog but you know all this time you know i'm always worried about investing in spending all this money on one thing because then i'm not gonna have i can't it goes my budget for anything extra throughout the year but Man, Game Pass. Yeah, I mean that's true. Game Pass Ultimate. I I haven't been able to test it yet. I've got it for three months right now, and I mean there'll be a lot of stuff to play just through that. So. And quality stuff. Whereas 
Humble Bundle, you usually get like one thing, and then the you other get quality stuff things. from like four years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, well, it'll be nice now that you can see what everything is going to be, so you can just pick yeah. what you want. So probably better, uh, better business model, but still, yeah, it very rarely do you get some the types of things that are in Game Pass. So, right. It's a big and one. as I, as I mentioned, I'm tired. Uh, you know, Lucas has a, a infinite home. That's why he's tired. I ever since Thanksgiving, I just start. I I start waking up at four a.m. I saw I that. <laughs> That's what I do. So like last night, I was up. We watched that Garth Brooks documentary, and I went to bed at eleven thirty, I think. Okay. And yep, four a.m. I was like, Whoop. I'm awake now. Let's go. Did you sleep better when you were? You used to um, like work out on your lunch breaks or whatever. Did you? Oh, sleep I'm sure I did. Then? Because sure that's kind of what I, I'm wondering. I've you know, heard I, I don't quality know, like, of sleep over quantity. It, it, exactly, because I, it, you know, let's let's face it. The, the Fitbit uh, sleep scores. Let's take it with a grain of salt. But yeah. that's all we have. The metric we have, and like, I consistently, I'm like lately, I'm in like 70s, 75. Oh, I've never gotten higher. I think in 80, 81 is the highest I've Which ever scored. Which sounds there. decent, but if you, from what I can see, it's actually not that good because. Like a test score, eh, you know, it's not yeah. great, but it's not bad. But here, I feel like it might as well be a 50. But I'm sure that was the case when I was exercising regularly. I probably didn't wake up, you know, I probably had as better much. sound sleep, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. So tonight, I might try some of the the melatonin um, pills I have just to yeah. see if it makes a difference. Because yes. I, I don't, maybe I'm like stressed about something at some level again. I don't know that, you know. Although this is like around this time, well, it wasn't quite around this time. We're talking what about March? I think March and April last year is when I was having that episode with sleep and weird stuff, uh, you know, at this time. So I don't know. I just I would be nice. And now I think I'm just like so self aware. It just it well just happens again. Here's what you do. Here's what you do, and this goes for anybody who's having sleeping problems. Get yourself a bottle of your favorite liquor. Take a shot right before bed, go into the bathroom, masturbate to completion, and then go lay down immediately. Don't even wash your hands. Don't try, don't wipe off. Don't nope. even don't even talk to your significant other, your dog, your cat, whatever. Straight to bed. Straight to bed with you. Now should I Doctor's bring orders. the shot into the spank bank area with me? You know, like should I have it so I'm like I can <laughs> like, immediately go from one action one to <laughs> Full action too. It's true. I mean, I guess if you wanted to, you could do another shot afterwards. Or should, or should I do like both at the same time? I mean, technically, it'll be three shots: a liquor shot, a boom boom shot, a liquor oh. shot. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> I get it. Yes, you should. Okay. I'm glad you cleared that up. More liquids in the bathroom is always a good thing. All right, we've got a rope. We've got. <laughs> we've got a rope. God. We've got a, like a road to cross here. And okay. I don't know. I'm look. I'm looking at the rest of this episode here in Flex Depose awesome show note format here. Yeah. And there's a lot of content here. There is and a lot of time podcasting. I don't want to be doing. Listen, why don't we skip to what you plan? That's what I'm thinking. And if there's time at the end, which there won't be, but if there was, then we can come back and do the news. I mean. It's all those. Those are old stories now. I it's mean, true. It's an old hat. Those are like three weeks old, actually, because the, the yeah, okay, over three weeks. So I do want to do that. I want to mention that that meth one is ridiculous, though. 
that is a good one. Math. South Dakota. South Dakota has a new campaign. They're on meth. Meth. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> good job. Who? How do All you right. not see that? All right. What I, are we doing here? Uh, tell me about your what you playing. Oh my God, Fubar is. I tried to drag that out as long as possible, everybody. There it goes. I don't know why, but Fubar was turned all the way down, which is the Winamp, basically. Winamp, Winamp, Winamp. I, I never turn it down manually, so. Eh, anyway. Flexpose. We never change any settings. Flexpose. I didn't touch it, and it's still broken. <laughs> oh, there's there's another T-shirt that you can try to make that won't get made. I don't see how many T-shirts you're making, sir. I, I, you make the I emojis. I, I didn't get to buy a fancy tablet to make t-shirts. It's true. It's true. And then break all the pens, so I have an excuse why. You I'm know, not making I didn't them. even. I don't even know if there was a moment that I could say that's when the pen broke. Like if I dropped it, I would feel bad. But instead, I'm upset because I never dropped this pen, and the the surface pen, the surface go pen, and mm. the collar, the thing that keeps it. So there's only a little nub and not like a long tiny. Like, thing that doesn't even work as a pen on there. So now I can't draw with it. And then they made them like twenty dollars. Yep. Fucking Microsoft. Hey, do you have you have an actual Switch Pro controller, right? Yeah. Do you ever hook yours up to your PC? Yes, I'm actually asking for Christmas for a, a Bluetooth thingy. So like, does this ever like, no turn doesn't. off? If it's you go like, into oh, if you go into Steam, you can turn it off, but only when you have Well, Steam here's going. the thing. I, I haven't had it connected to my PC in, like, five, like a, quite a few days, and it's still... I thought it would, like, when the controller would go to standby mode, it would turn off. Oh, I guess yeah. Not. I would think so, too, because mine does. Yeah, that's weird. So you you wanted a, a Bluetooth dongle? Yeah, like an 8-bit dudo. Oh, you want, like, an actual... A, another controller... Yeah, but they sell just the dongle, and it'll work with any. Because um, oh. like I can connect it to my phone because it has Bluetooth. So, but my oh. my desktop doesn't have Bluetooth, so I have to connect it. Oh wired. yeah, what I got. I just get a six dollar US uh, Bluetooth USB dongle off Amazon. That's what I use. Oh yeah, that's yeah, but it's for Christmas, so I ain't paying for it. <laughs> um, I do want another controller though. I did put that on my list. The one that you have, as a matter of fact. This one? Yes. I'll talk more about that, too. But it's all in... I got the black one, because once you go black... You yeah, prefer anything I kind of thought about that, but I wanted, I wanted it to stand out from my other controllers a little bit. Mm, yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, I'm like, I didn't really care, and I just want to be different. Everyone's going to pick the Super Nintendo one, because they think they're so cool. That's right. Guess what? You're not. You're just All right, tell me, tell me about your things. <laughs> okay. Tell me all the- you don't want me to continue to, to lambaste no, you for your choices? All right. Um, I think you just <laughs> Sorry, named this everyone. episode. I just want to go to bed. I, I, that would that will tell everyone what they're in store for. Um, so here we go. I'm on a road to 200, my friend. Not Ooh. 200 followers, because even that low number would be impossible. Uh, 200 movies watched before the end of the year. I set out to track my movies at the beginning of the year just because I was really interested at the time in watching movies and just really into it and wasn't really gaming that much. Just wanted to go downstairs and watch movies. Well, that's kind of gone away lately, and so it's been sort of a a trudge for the last, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 movies. 
So I only have 25 to go, and I rectified some of that situation this week by, or the last two weeks by watching some movies, uh, four of which I will talk about in varying degrees of, of, of depth here now. Uh, let's start with the quick one so I know that, that we'll go by quickly. I did watch Free Solo, finally, on Disney+. And uh, I didn't actually like it as much as I thought I would. It's okay. It's not bad. In fact, it it's shot beautifully, uh, very competently. Looks good. I just don't really like the guy. <laughs> I know that he, from a personality and function standpoint, he's probably, well, he even says that he's probably on the spectrum somewhere or his mom did or something like that. And that's not it. It's just he kind of comes across as a dick, sort of. And I think that's part of uh, just who he is. Mm-hmm. But like the way he is around his his girlfriend, which I mean, I know he talks like he'll say things like like how he doesn't care if he died and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm just yeah. like, you just sound like a really depressed person. And he even says that he's just like, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with me. And it's like, I think there has to be a little bit to 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 do that. You know, yeah, to do something like that. I mean, yeah, to to climb that high with well any height really from it was this is my personal nightmare really because i'm afraid of heights and just the idea of that is just just the smallest minuscule mistake and you're dead yeah you're done just to say that you climb something with without any wires on we're as a species i mean it's an incredible accomplishment but it's a really stupid one like we're wired with the stupidest ambitions sometimes and I mean, it doesn't harm anybody really except his family, so whatever, but it's just like Yeah, screw them. You climbed a rock. I guess I am minimizing his accomplishment, but bit. it's a really big rock, but uh, you know, I guess that's what it comes down to is like to me, I don't really hold any value in that. So to see him climb the rock, it's like a great personal achievement for him. But from like a sporting aspect, I'm just like that was really dumb and you should never do that again. Uh, now, here's the thing. This was my Disney Plus story. So apparently this is edited from its original Hulu. Um, oh, really? Yes, but it's not really that big of a deal. So he says the F word in the film uh, a few times and they edited those parts out because oh. they don't want any R. And that's where I found out that they don't want any R rated content on their streaming platform. And they strive not to do that. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but I didn't know no, they were specifically I mean, going to do that. So whatever. I wasn't whatever. mad in this case. I wasn't really mad about it because I'm like, never seen it before. I have no thoughts or feelings on it anyway. So if I wanted to, I'd watch it on Hulu. Don't care though. <laughs> Uh, another thing I watched, this was me cheating because this was only like an hour long, but it still counts as a documentary and a movie that I can put into my 200 count. The Perfect Bid or The Man Who Knew Too Much About Price is Right or something like that. Yes. So yes, I've watched I, this too. You have? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's very, it's interesting. It's not like going to change your mind about anything or whatever. It's just a thing that happened and you get to be informed about it. But the guy who was amazingly memorizing all of the prices for like the last, you know, years and years and years of the price is right. Kind of reminded me of Kyle from PSVG, otherwise known as psycho cross. I don't know if it's the, the, the timbre <laughs> of his voice it. or what, but that's it a little bit. He just, I don't know. He reminded me of, uh, of Kyle. 
of Psychocross at Psychocross on Twitter. Send him if you heard this, send him a message because I don't know if he listens to our show, but it would be funny if people started saying, "Hey, it's the guy from the Perfect Bid." <laughs> <laughs> Josh, get on that. Uh, I watched an actual movie. I watched this movie because uh, some local, some local boys and gals worked on this. It's called The End of Tour, and it has mm. Jesse Eisenberg and Jason, Jason Segel. Uh, now, I don't really like Jesse Eisenberg that much. I've kind of turned the page on him. Like, I don't hate him, but he, he tends to do very similar things. And just as a, I know he's a really nice guy. I've heard that he's a super nice dude to work with. Yeah, I mean, everything I've seen him in has been, it's, you know, like, he, he's like this tweaky. Yeah, I mean, look at it, like, I'm sure his character in Zombieland is very similar to, what, what's, uh, what's that one about the amusement park? That's the. Oh, oh yeah, the summer. Kristen Stewart, isn't that one? Isn't he in that too? And he's like the nerdy new guy that's kind of like. I think so. Because Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds was in it for like ten seconds, wasn't he? I think so. He was like the cool guy that worked there, or whatever. Yeah, I'm so I'm pretty. Yeah, and so I think that's on me that I've only watched you know things that he has, you know, played those similar parts. And I and I haven't seen anything where he's, you know, kind of gone beyond that scope of it, you know a bit. But I I would agree with you too. I feel like he's always kind of played the same. Adventureland, by the way. There you go. It's not, I don't know. Do you think it's that he's been that he gets typecasted a lot? Do you think it's that? Uh, or? yeah, a little bit. But I also think that he's a character actor, and mm. I just don't like the character that he plays. I mean, probably as he ages too. You know, we finally get him out of those roles a bit. I mean, he's got that. I can play a young twenties clean cut baby face. Yeah, you know. he reminds me of uh, Michael Sarah. I think. Yes, he is very much the new Michael Sarah. Um. I was wrong. Ryan Reynolds is not in this movie. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, so that kind of bugged me, but this movie is really good. In fact, Jason Siegel does really, really good, a really good job of playing this writer. So it's about a writer who um, is kind of newly uh, famous for writing a book called The Infinite Jest, and okay. it's selling gangbusters. And uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character just kind of recently joined the Rolling Stone magazine. And so he's a new writer there and he wants to write a story about this guy because he wrote a book and it didn't do so hot. They both came out around the same time and he's kind of got that ego trip of like, why is his book? Why did his book do so much better than mine? Is what is he such a great writer that I'm not and blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. So he wants to, he wants to interview was was this whole um whole movie filmed in Grand Rapids or No, uh it was filmed in New York and Minnesota as well. And as a local boy, I can say that I could pretty much tell when it was Grand Rapids and when it was somewhere else for the okay. most part. So was pretty it, um, I no think school. they filmed some of the like the the radio scenes were filmed downtown at uh the GRD Oh, yeah, the, the actual studio, GRD cause, cause, studio. Yeah, yeah cuz I remember they were talking about they were interviewing Kevin Smith and they were talking about cuz they had like the the NPR pro like microphone. Oh prop. yeah. The, their symbol or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they were also used, uh, the 28th strip 
uh, 28th oh. Street Strip, so you can see that. You, oh, the only reason why I knew it was because of the multitude of uh, fast food places that are that yeah are on that strip. This was this came out like right around the same time that like 30 minutes or less. They're pretty they're like close. two years apart, something yeah. like that. Yeah, well, okay. but I guess that isn't that close. <laughs> well, kind of, kind of, but not really. I mean, that's like three movie projects away, basically, uh, probably. Um, so yeah, Jason Siegel plays a that this famous writer, but he's kind of a depressed, socially awkward dude. And so is Jesse Eisenberg's character. So when they get together to do this interview about who this guy is, it is kind of awkward. Like it's sort of, sort of awkward to watch as just a third party bystander or as the viewer, because it's very realistic. I felt like, um, I always get there's just no fair reason. I I always got like the a Russ vibe. Yes, yes, from, totally from from that guy. Yeah, and I haven't even seen it. You know. Um. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 20, thirty minutes or less was 20, 2011. Dang. <laughs> um, and this was two thousand fifteen. I think. Yeah. Um, so not that old, but you know, a ways back. Uh. Yeah, it it was it's tough because I've seen a lot of my writer friends who've gone through. Some of these phases, obviously none of them the successful phase. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, but me either. Um, but yeah, you know, it for anybody who's creative, you put your work out there and then like there's a line in the movie where they where he says that you worry about or you see other people's stuff, their work get famous and you wonder, you know, like, well, how shitty is that for it to go mainstream? It must not really be that good if everybody likes it. But then your stuff starts to go, starts to click with people and become mainstream. And then you have self-doubt because you're like, well, am I really that good? Or did I just write a bunch of shit that people can relate to? And everyone's Mm going to see me as a fraud, yada, yada, yada. As well as, you know, like there was a, he was suspected for heroin use. But really, he was just like, I'm just a dude who drank as a way to self-medicate and I never touched heroin and like all this stuff. So I don't know. It was very real. And I actually kind of liked it a lot. Is it a perfect movie? No, we talk about that all the time, well, but yeah. uh, no, it, it hit some notes for me that uh, kind of resonated. And so I appreciated it for that. It's pretty good. I mean, if you're not in the mood for it, I don't think you would like it, but as far as movies go, I think it touches on some themes that, uh, that don't get touched on enough, not enough touching going on. Ooh, warm touches. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Warm touches. So it's on Netflix. It's called The End of Tour. And it's oh, cool. It's only 90 minutes, so it's not really that long. Um, and then lastly, uh, my last movie. I watched this courtesy of Josh, so I have to say thank you, Josh, uh, for not, uh, you know, using your uh, digital he, codes he, for your movies. He uses his powers for good. He does. He's like, I, why would I need a digital code for this physical movie I just bought? That doesn't make any sense. So I snapped that up and also Hellboy, the recently remade one that did terrible as far as I know. Oh, I've yet to watch David, it. David Harbour. Yes. So I'll probably watch it uh, before. It'll be one of the 200, one of the, the dazzling uh, daisies or leading. Uh, I don't know. One of my beautiful 200. <laughs> uh, so Batman Ninja. Now, when this came out, I made fun of it for being called for lazily being called Batman Ninja. It's just the most lazy title I could ever think of. 
and and that still holds true. I mean, you're not wrong. I it, mean, <laughs> it is what it, it 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 tells you what it is. It's Ninja Batman. It's like why is it Le- not Ninja Batman? I mean, even Lego has Ninjago, or you know, at least they, <laughs> you know, it's play on words. Um, all right. So here's the thing. This movie is weird. Uh, it's basically an anime. It has giant robots. It's got time travel. It's got 3D animation where they tried to do that, like, going at 12 frames per second thing, like uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or whatever. Mm, I still need to watch that. Uh, it, They did it a lot better there. Here, it just looks like the computer started to slow down, and now you're getting, like, four frame four frames per second. It doesn't help that the... So they're 3D models, but they're they're the style is great. They're made to look like they've been hand drawn, which we've seen before, but in more of a like manga sort of way or manga. And uh, even the sky has like the scallioned pattern that you see in like Japanese woodblock carvings, I think. Um, but their models don't like breathe. For instance, like when they're standing still, they just look, they move sort of like they're automatons. They're like robots. They have a very. I mean, it's very, yeah, it's hyper stylized. I'll give it that. But yeah. Like Boy, when, Robin's kind of funny looking, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, did you see his hair? The young Robin? Yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. He's got a very uh, uh, samurai do, so to speak. I guess I need to see it in motion, though. So let me. Yeah, look at it in motion because when people talk, it really is like 10 frames per second. And so, like, the mouth movements already aren't matching because. They didn't do a very good job of Joker is the worst by far because he's so animated that it really I hate loses. His voice. Yeah, his yeah, I know. Uh that's another problem, but uh yeah, he, I don't know. He just like from like, the look of it, this is Agent Japan. <laughs> yes. They give him so much to say that it can't possibly fit in the amount of like were like mouth movements that's going on. You know what these cutscenes? You know what it looks like? It looks like the cutscenes from Fire Emblem. Oh god, three houses. A little bit, yeah. Kind of the same, yeah, same style, sort of. Yeah. Um. So all of that said, if you're just looking for an action movie where 3D Batman kicks the hell out of some people and and like there are giant robots and all this other stuff, like as an action movie, it's not that bad. It's a pretty decent action flick. And as far as Batman goes, you you can have your action flicks. You can have your detective flicks. You can have your noir flicks. And I would say, like, in here, it's basically just a really stylized anime version of Batman who gets sent back in time to feudal Japan. So how do they how do they, like, incorporate the robots into that? So there's gorilla low uh gorilla code like, how's that, like that technology exist he brought question. it with him he brought the, this gorilla guy i can't remember his oh. name gorilla gorilla something he's the big gorilla with the uh brain thing on and he's he's oh. smart i don't know i don't know so yeah it's if you're if you're not in the mood for nonsense if you like your batman like so if you're like a batman guy or girl you might be into it if you, yeah if, like from a Batman lore perspective, it wasn't really that interesting, I guess. Go watch go watch Under the Red Hood instead. Yeah. Hell, go watch like Batman versus TM TMNT. That one was better. Yeah. It I don't know. 
It's just it's more anime than it was Batman. Go watch Mask of the Phantasm. All right, if you're gonna watch <laughs> animated Batman. Yes, yes, um, yeah. Just watch the animated series and the associated. Come at movies. me, Batman guys. Come on, Kevin, Josh. Well, that's where I would. People, that's where I would put in Let's the go. noir. Yeah, the noir Batman, which I prefer. So it was okay. It was. I I will say I checked my phone a lot during it. Speaking of noir, can, did you ever watch the uh, a trailer for that? Uh, Black Sad? Black Sad. I did. The voice is Those weird. Those voices, man. I didn't. I don't think I can get past the voice acting. To every. I. I want to really want to play it, but boy, the, the especially his voice. Not what I was expecting. Not no. what I would cast that role. Me either. Yeah, I don't hate it. By the sounds of it, I don't dislike it as much as you. But I will say it doesn't seem to fit. No. At all. I feel. I. I honestly, I hate to say it, but, but he needs a much more of like a David Hater sound. Yeah, yeah, I, I really something a little so. deeper and more yeah, gravely. a little more gruffer and just yeah. more haggard. A, he and looks weathered. like a panther come to life for goodness sake. Like, yeah, the the voice just doesn't really match what I. What if you talked like uh, what was that uh, that pink, um, cat in Hanna Barbera? Oh gosh, uh, sour mystery. I think I would prefer that over this. <laughs> also, I wanted to add this, and when you were talking about the end of the tour, if uh, Celebrity Deathmatch was still on today, uh, totally there would be a Jesse Eisenberg versus, versus Michael, uh, Sarah. Michael Sarah <laughs> battle. I think we would all win if that. It would probably be one of those episodes where they killed each other. Yeah, God, I forgot yeah. about that show, Celebrity Deathmatch. Didn't they bring that back for like? One season, basically, and yeah, but I think it was like on some web channel somewhere. I'm Ugh. pretty sure those always do well. Web series, yeah. Uh, let's look at celebrity death match. Let's see. Uh, six seasons. Let's see. Um, I thought final note 2007. I thought there was a. Let's see if there's if I type. Maybe revival. it never. Yeah, maybe it never got remade like it was going to, and then got canceled. Or which okay, so the last news article is from December of last year, saying that they've teamed up. Um, MTV has teamed up with Ice Cube and the original creator to bring it back, but they don't have. So it's not done yet. Then it's not done yet. So it hasn't happened. Well, what the heck? It's just clay figurines that you have to Let's get it down. change every you know one. Stop motion animation doesn't take long. Well, look at Robot Chicken. Just get the robot chicken guys in there. Yeah, I tend to do it. I mean, I don't oh, think yeah. I'd want to even want to mess with stop animation. I just I, we got to go CG to this. I would do CG to make it look like stop motion. <laughs> I wouldn't want because I wouldn't be able to compete with robot chicken. It's true. Just reverse engineer it. Yeah. Take a take a beloved form. Just take and do out CG how to do it and make it like twenty frames per second. Yeah. Well, no, no. Now motion. it's like ten. If Batman Ninja <laughs> taught me anything, you just the lower the frames, the more artistic it is. Oh boy. Should I should I regale you with my tales of glory? I want you to. So as the it's the popular thing to do, we like to get games from the district library here. Living that poor life. Done. Luigi's Mansion Three. I got that, and I've been playing it, and I've got a week to finish it. I think I'm like three quarters of the way, maybe. I've never played played a Luigi's Mansion game, so this has been a new experience. <laughs> Sorry, you sounded like I never watch the news. I never watch the news. <laughs> I don't I tell you what the controls take a little getting used to because it's like tank controls. Are they still inverted too, or did they fix the up and down? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I would imagine they fixed it then. I if, think they fixed it because I remember you said but, that was a GameCube thing. 
Oh, uh, that was that was Kevin. You were talking to then. Oh, I don't I've know. You're played, ba- I've never. You all my friends part. are just. You missed the, the part person. at the start of this where I said I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game. I was too busy thinking about how you sounded like a news clip that we played <laughs> yes, like five sure. years ago. But so the tank controls, it's just hard to get used to. Like turn and like I'm always like spinning uh tom servo says it, it is it inverted, is inverted so they change. didn't fix it as well I'm there saying. is motion though you can use motion controls to like but can you up and down tell everyone that you're using motion controls no so i think my my biggest problem with it a little bit is like if you're i feel like you just re- walk into an area and you're just going to vacuum up everything. everything and so i feel and i feel like there's some like i i definitely encountered a section today where there is like padding and it was just really annoying because like oh you need to get this item and then like when you're gonna get the item uh enemy comes through and takes it from you and then you gotta and then after you just did the completed the whole scenario defeated a boss or whatever and then it's like so you're chasing this character around uh, the level then they go through the floor so then you gotta go down a level and then chase them some more and it was just like it just added like 25 minutes and i was just like i never like backtracking in games yeah, Tom Servo knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. You know, I, I, you know, like I, I, don't, I feel like I'm a broken record with other people. What they've said, it looks great. The animations are great, and and it, and it, and it is. It, it's I've never, as again, I've never played Luigi's Mansion, and it's really fun. I really uh, enjoy the, the game. I feel like I'm just kind of though I've already in the mode of like, well, I gotta get through it, so I'm just gonna <laughs> push it on through. It. Yep. But it's been hard. It's really hard to juggle this because. Um, you know, when I have free time, I want to play Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So I can like, understand that. So now it's like Luigi's Mansion is like this morning when I woke up at 430, I couldn't go back to sleep. I'm like, well, I guess I'll get up and play Luigi's Mansion for an hour. So that's what I did, you know? So, um, yeah. but no, very, very, I, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm down on the game. It's very, I very much enjoy it. Um, it's been, it's been fun to go through the different, see like the way the different level, the floors are themed. And I, I will say I'm looking forward to Oh, we're being hosted. Uh, I'm like, oh, we got money? No, we didn't get money. <laughs> uh, I will say that if I'm looking forward to it, but if I have to go through and vacuum everything in every room, then it sounds like to me that this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to drop the dumb suck. Uh, vacuum so, suck. Get it? <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun. That's good. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know when I'll finish that. I really want to finish it. Um, it stinks though that there was a commercial I think during like right around Thanksgiving that they aired on TV for it, and it shows like stuff in from later portions of the game. Oh yeah, and then for Baby people Yoda. talking about it on social media, I know that that it's from. So like, I know Darth Vader's in this game. Oh, that sucks. Spoilers for everybody who didn't know that. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's unfortunate. That's a really uh. That's a really bad thing to have. I don't know anything about else about that, but he's in the commercial there. It shows him. And it's like, well, that's, that's just stupid of them to do. They probably figured at this point, anybody who didn't pre-order it, pre-order it, they have to be like, show them the star Wars things that they know so that they buy the game. Like if you're buying it, hoping that he is in it more then you can be sad that you bought it. Yeah. That's, that's been fun. I'll talk more about that. Maybe once I get a little bit further, hopefully this weekend, um, Quick note, though, I, I will talk about the eight uh, bit eight bit new experience with that because I, I you know I played with my I played with this originally. Then I um I didn't have the dongle home, so then I, I played with the Switch Pro, which is a horrible experience because I had to untrain my brain the button mapping that I learned while playing with this. Oh yeah, because um and then I went back to using this this past weekend, 
And I, for the life of me, because I wanted, when I play with this 8-bit controller, I, it it's recognized as an Xbox controller. So the buttons oh. aren't mapped. They're mapped opposites. Yeah. So my A and B are reversed and my X and Y are reversed. And I just got used to, I just ignored the buttons on the face of the controller and just went with my muscle memory of what the Xbox layout is. Steam will allow you to fix that, but I don't know if it works. Well, that's the thing, man. That... I went through deep dives of Reddit and everywhere to try to figure out how to get the controller to recognize as it. Because I, I saw there's a way you can get it to recognize as a Switch Pro, mm-hmm. which is what I want to actually use that Nintendo layout. I can't get it to recognize as anything but an Xbox controller. Oh, okay. Weird. And then I even would go through in, in the big picture mode settings and try to remap the buttons. And that's just a clunky, horrible process. It's not intuitive at all. Hmm. I can't believe Steam has an interface that shitty. I couldn't get it to do it. It would never, they wouldn't take. They Wonder would say it's... they were saved, but then I go in the game and they weren't saved. And I think it has something to do with this game being launched through Steam, but then running through Origin. Yeah, that could be. I think yeah, that's. It probably does because anything that I've tried to use my. Um, so, like, if I have the, the uh, Steam link upstairs going and I use that to play a, a Game Pass game. It doesn't recognize the the switch controller that's hooked in to the Steam Link via Bluetooth. It won't use it at all. I have to use the Xbox controller that's hooked into the computer, and I think that's to do that has to do with the same thing where Steam. So can don't so mind, you can use the it, Switch Pros through Bluetooth on Steam Link. But yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So like, if Cause, I, yeah, because I've never tried to. I've only played my my Switch, um, my Pro controller wired. Uh, so yeah, you. Can I wonder. I wonder what would happen if I tried to use that, and I wonder if it would detect it as a Switch, or it would have to. Well, I was gonna say, I wonder if because that's not a technically a Nintendo controller, maybe that's why it's. But then you yeah, said the I, other I, thing, and I was like, oh. And well, they even too. say like if you go on their, <clears throat> excuse me, their FAQ for that, and how to pair it and everything, they're like. I followed those steps to the T, and you're like, "Yep, Steam will detect it as a, a Nintendo controller." And I'm like, "No, no, you're not. <laughs> not my Steam." Or, or I'm even trying to tell it to use that layout, or I, I'm, I'm, maybe I can load a custom configuration that people have. I don't know, but I just, I literally, when I just wanted to play this game last Sunday, I think it was, I spent first I cleaned my desk, then I spent, I don't know, half an hour dinking around with the controller. So then I was like, "Okay, I've already PC lost gaming. over an hour." <laughs> yep, and then. Okay, whoever thought this whole Steam Origins cross stuff, horrible. Because if you try to launch the game through Steam, most of the time it doesn't even open. Hmm. Uh, or I'll get I'll get the little splash screen. I remember how I said I wasn't going to talk about this game. Then I get the little splash, <laughs> like it's going to load. And then I get the, the process is running. It's using system resources, but the game never actually executes and opens. Hmm. And so then I have to go into Task Manager, terminate it, and then at that point, it'll let me launch it in Origin because most of the time you can't just launch it in Origin. You have to have you have to launch it through Steam, but Origin has to be open. Oh. It's it's really wonky. And I, I looked it up online. A lot of people, what they ended up doing is just uninstalling it in Steam, and then at that point you can install it on Origin. Oh, that's and at just that play point, it through why Origin. I don't. Know. There's definitely. <laughs> I mean, it sounds cool in theory because you're like keeping everything in a lot one launcher. But in execution, man, it's terrible. I, I've had very bad performance with this game. Just like twice now in Kashyyyk, I've had 
complete game lockups when it's like in the middle of combat and like an explosion goes off and you can tell as you turn if like if i maybe when i turned the camera away from the action so the game wasn't trying to load what was in process with the particles or whatever and then it just it goes into like that freeze that temporary freeze where you know it's loading mm-hmm. and then just never comes out of it it's frustrating ouchie well like- and, I, and much like everyone talked about too like i remember kevin made this point too like yeah why is it when you're underwater why doesn't uh bd is it bd B, BD1? The hell? Yeah. yeah why doesn't bd1 like actually go into the box to why did they not finish that animation instead he just stays on your shoulders <laughs> and he talks time. like he doesn't have a rebreather in his mouth he's like yeah what are we firm <sighs> it's those little touches a little half baked there a little bit they could have you know polished that a little bit but enough about star wars um I'd, I'd like to get that controller thing sorted i haven't tried it on the actual switch yet so maybe oh. one day soon um, we did watch the movies though. Uh, peanut butter, uh, the peanut butter falcon with uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. I would love a uh, peanut butter, a peanut butter falcon. That's kind of hard to say. It is a little bit. My wife wanted to watch this one, and after we saw, how did we? I think, um, I think we got kind of interest in that because he, uh, hi Sean, he, he had an interview on Ellen, and he was talking about it. And this was actually this. It was during the filming of this is when he was arrested, most recently. Oh. for I think probably drunk and disorderly. I don't remember what the nonsense he was doing, but it's just really, it's a fantastic film. Um, very um, heartwarming, that good in humanity type thing. So just to give you the quick, if you're completely unfamiliar, he's like this uh, Shia plays this really downtrodden uh, fisherman and where over there in South Carolina, I think area mm-hmm. um, really down on his luck, not really going anywhere in his life. And he runs across a young, younger individual wh- who, with Down syndrome who escapes from this. He's he doesn't have any family, so he's been being cared for in this old person's home. And he okay. escapes because he wants to go to a wrestling school. Um, <laughs> I saw something about wrestling. I was like, yeah, oh, this looks interesting. Who was and who was the uh, who played the wrestler? Um, Mick Foley. No, Mick Foley isn't. Okay, um, that's yeah. I looked at the Mick cast. Fo- like, Mick Foley was in this, and um, Jake, the Snake. Oh, Robert. Yeah, he's in there. He's in there too. But the, I can't remember who was the actor that actually played the. Um, Here, you have to look that. Here, up, let but. me help you instead of just stare at you while you yeah, crash. Yeah, so and you know, this is, they have this journey of trying to get there, and it's just like you know, um, I don't know. It's just got, it's like one of those feel good movies, you know. And it's really well acted. Did um, it make you, you know, feel I, I, good? Say you want about Shia, you know, but I mean, some of the stuff he's done recently. I mean, he's has some. He's had some really good roles. He has, yeah. He he. I mean, between this and uh, what Honey Boy, I've heard a lot about that. That's coming out right now. The the new film that he um, wrote. And it's about his life essentially. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yes, that's Bernthal. it. Okay. That was it. Thomas Hayden Church. Yep. Plays it. The it Sandman. Really, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It was really good. I highly recommend it. We watched it. Uh, Amazon Prime uh, rented it. You know, so there's. That. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask you if it was streaming because I looked yeah, at it. Yeah, so, not streaming for it yet. Strong. And then we made the big investment, my friend. Oh, dude, the I applaud you for this. Irishman, man. the typical Scorsese multi-hour mobster epic. And I don't know. They were I've there to amuse you. Months. Literally. They were talking about it at the bar. They were talking about the barbershop today, and some people weren't too big on it. But my my wife and I really enjoyed it. I feel like sorry, everything's going to be my wife and me today. And you know, it tells the 
the possible story of what happened to Jimmy. Ho- I, I guess what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. It's kind of the story of one of his um, go-to men in the uh, in the Teamsters Union that was essentially like protection, but he was also kind of like a hitman in the same way too. Um, played by Robert De Niro. So first of all, like you know, you want to focus on just acting like De Niro, Pesci, and um, Pacino. Fantastic. I mean, that's you know, the holy I triumvirate. Mean, yeah, I mean, and the, the technology here that they used to. It's crazy where we got into movies where we now we we de-age actors. But if you want to compare, like, I compare this to like what they did with in Tron, um, Tron Legacy. Oh, okay. Where we tried to get young Jeff Bridges by just complete CGI Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that creepy, you know, his head on another actor, and it just looked right. But now we're able to like, you know, essentially just mask actors with cg to like and it, it's crazy like yeah, it's like yeah, a deep I mean, fake can, or something it, it looks a little off but it, it it looks like believable of them as as younger versions of themselves yeah i think and, you really have to be like paying attention to it to really know like yeah. my mom wouldn't notice for instance she'd just right. be like but, oh who did they get to do that <laughs> right it's like I, I went back and i watched rogue one recently too and i was like man freaking tarkin does look pretty pretty damn good at yeah. that you know and, and i yeah. feel like this has got to be like like that same um same wavelength of technology but i mean it's a great film like we have you know i, I always like that genre and like we have personal ties in our family to that history like my wife's my wife's grandmother is her parent her mother was from i don't know if she's from sicily but she's was 100 italian and then her husband was called Buster Mashiri, and he was part of <laughs> anybody like, named this, Buster was in yeah, there. and they were in Detroit, and you know this is going to be you know that that time period, uh, you know the early, you know probably what the twenties, mm-hmm. and he was involved in some sort of um, Irish Italian mafia back then, and was murdered at a party, um, like shotgunned in the stomach Oof. at this party. What a way Nobody to go. Nobody talked about it. Nobody knows what happened. You know, when my when my when Justice grandmother was very young, you know, so they've there's they've had this connection. Oh, there's you know this connection to the family to always this interest in these sort of things. So I, I was talking about it with but I don't think Justin's ever seen the departed. I was like, Oh, we gotta watch. We I gotta haven't watch seen the departed that. since it came out. Oh, I gotta revisit that. But it's it's really good. I mean, yeah, it's the length. I think it's gonna be an issue for people. It's like three and a half hours long, this yeah. movie. So either go in installments or just be prepared to grind it out. But it was really good. And then quickly, uh, Noel, Disney Plus. You know, it's a family-friendly holiday Christmas thing. Anna Kendrick, um, Bill Hader. Um, I'm Bill Hader. I mean, it's kind of corny, kind of, eh, but it's it's okay. It's Christmas. It's got to be Christmas. corny. Yeah, what do you it's want? got that Christmas it's spirit there. And it, it does something, that, you know, it kind of approaches that whole the Santa genre of Christmas stuff in, a, in a, a different way that we haven't seen. And then um, I stumbled across this because I, I had no idea what, what it was, just like Josh posted in Discord. Yeah, did, this well, came out with like no fanfare. No fanfare. Yeah, no fanfare. The movies that made us. We've talked about the toys that have made us. Now we have the movies that made us on Netflix. Four films, uh, Dirty Dancing, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, and Die Hard, talking about the stories behind them and everything. And I've watched the... The first three I've watched Ghostbusters. We've watched Die Hard. No, excuse me. We watched Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing, and uh, Home Alone. And Home Alone, especially, I was like, "Wow, that's 
that's the one I started watching that I haven't finished. Like I just did it to check it out, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, it's and the Ghostbusters one was really cool too. But I mean, I uh, I had a lot, no idea about either of those, and Dirty Dancing I didn't know anything really about either. But um, I feel like just, the 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 movie stuff tends to be like unless you buy a Blu-ray with like the behind the scenes or anything yeah. like that, you never hear about like how bad it was until. 20 right. years later like if there if there was like a star wars or an indiana jones episode i don't need to watch it because i know like <laughs> it, you know everything about those the production of, of those films you know but, there's going to be though if this yeah if enough yeah. people watch it that's gonna be where they go like home alone we watched home alone one and two like so many times during this season so it was cool to find out more about that and the process and how it came to be and, what's the thing in the uh Hey kids, we're home early. I'll never forget that. I don't know why. Really, the talk boy commercial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, who is? Uh, oh gosh. So I know uh, Chris Columbus directed it, but who wrote Home Alone? Oh, it's John the, Hughes. Yeah, the eight, the eighties master. Yes, it's amazing how much that guy. You know, it's unfortunate that his, you know, he died tragically young. Yeah, you know, young. I mean. He was still a young guy when he passed. I think he was like forty nine. Um, yeah, that's pretty. Or was young. He, might, he might have been a little older from a heart attack. And but I mean, just like everything he wrote. I mean, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff in his later career wasn't quite as successful. But I mean, what a track record, you yeah. know. And it's just unfortunate that we didn't get to see what else he might have um, came up with. Uh, as I looked up John Hughes, it told it told me that Randy Quaid is is trending, and I can only imagine it's <laughs> oh, no. for, for the the worst ways possible. Hopefully it's for um, Pandorum 2 or whatever that movie was no, called. No, you're thinking of Dennis Quaid. Oh. And I'm talking about his Ray, Oh, oh, Ray, oh yeah, that's right. Hey, Clark Shitterfall. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he's like... He drove the he, plane he, like, to the aliens. was out of the country because he's like tax evasion or something. He's probably... I, I don't remember. ...literally trying to evade taxes physically <laughs> so he left the country. <laughs> that dude's crazy. So, um, that's everything. Uh, hopefully I get this controller business sorted. Um, I almost won a game of Tetris 99 also. I saw you got down game. to one V one, right? Good. So close. Um, and that's it, man. I, I want to check out, uh, Halo reach on uh PC. Halo reach. Halo reach around. And, uh, yeah, man, that's about it. So I'm hoping wow. to finish up. Well, I got to finish Luigi's mansion. That's first on the list, but then I really hope to, to polish off uh, Jedi Fallen Order so I can talk about it. You gotta. Mandalorian's still watching that. That's been great. Yeah, Can't Mando. Do you, okay, seriously, my wife and I both... Okay, I said to my wife, I said, she literally looks like a video game character. The the girl that... Uh, I mean, she's Gina Carano. She was an MMA fighter. I mean... Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just I saying, mean, like, her I, haircut I, and I everything. Mean, I'll be a little sweet on her. She's in my archetype. You know, oh, okay. Gonna, okay, well, I'm definitely you know, not saying anything bad, yeah. but I, I mean, said she'll that. she'll crush you. She will, she will. Well, she's got she legs. She's got legs for days. Yeah, um, she hasn't been She hasn't been in MMA for quite some time, but uh, she was in um, Deadpool, and then she I was she looks in, familiar. Um, I don't know what else. She's had you know, smaller roles and stuff. Well, but. M- here's the thing. I said that, and then my wife, 10 minutes later, looked at me, and she says, she literally looks like a video game character, and I went, yeah, that's what I said. She's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't hear me? Like, it's probably the only reason why you thought it is because you heard me, like, subconsciously. 
But yeah, I don't know. It was the it's the haircut mostly. And the fact I do want to mention what um, Nathan posted in our spoilers chat for Mandalorian. This Ooh. is not a spoiler, so don't worry about that. But uh, apparently, this was on Twitter. Uh, chapter five which is the episode that debuts this Friday, yeah. was written and directed by Dave Filoni. It's called, um, let's see, this guy says, it's written and directed by Dave Filoni. It is simply Chef's Kiss, one of my very, very favorite episodes of the season and worth staying up late for on Thursday night. Trust me, minds will be blown. Oh, So, what's going to happen? Are we going to see, like... Jar Jar Binks shows up. Uh, they're gonna bring in both Ahsoka and Ezra. Whoa! And Zab- uh, Sabine. It's gonna be a total Rebels crossover. No, they're gonna bring Cal Kestis from the video game. And God. hey, guys, <laughs> BD One. You know, I like Cal, but sometimes I'm like, oh, Cal. He looks okay in the the um when the, it's the cutscenes, but when he are out of the cutscenes and you like zoom in on him, he looks kind of rough. <laughs> hey. You- you want to know how it looks like in my game? Is there even... He, he consists of one texture and three polygons. <laughs> it looks like my enemy territory config. Oh, no. no oh, no. Uh, I don't feel like doing anything else tonight. I think I'm gonna. I'm ready to okay. be done. How about you? Okay. Do you want to I'm ready to, the I'm ready to go to bed in about half an hour and wake up at 4 a.m. I don't want to do anything. I don't even want to talk to you. I'm ready to post... I want to end this show... I'm going to put up some show notes and we're going to try to get Halo held tonight. That's my Ooh. plan. Well, set it to download overnight and make sure no one needs the phone. Ooh. Sean, show me the way. 28.8 kilobods. So I think that is that going to do it for us, Lucas? Are I think so. Good? I feel like that's pretty good considering we came back after two <sighs> weeks from the holiday. I feel like you, you, you know, you break your flow and you got to get resettled back into things. Hey, so. when you're already at the bottom of the barrel, you can't uh, go down. Anymore. Oh, I should mention uh, everyone nope. it's December. And as is tradition, we are, we were going to do an year end giveaway. However, some jerk, some jerk <laughs> got us back up. We've, we've reachieved that uh, goal. From the Legion on Patreon, we are back up to the, over that $100 limit. And we have to give do giveaways every month again. So Great. I mean, great. That's it. awesome. I mean, We were going to look really uh, generous and festive because we were going to just, out of the kindness of our hearts, we were going to do a giveaway. We didn't have to. And then yeah. now we're being forced to do it, and we don't want to. to. So. so there you go. You look forward <laughs> to that. So with that said, I want to say thank you. To yeah. all of our patrons, but a special thanks to our arbiters of awesomeness, Josh Brown, Kyle Hyman, Tyler Rowland, Tom Sarbro, Matt Knight, our newest member of the Legion, Mr. Mr. Patrick Mr. Sandoval, Mr. and our executors of excellence, Edwin Callow, Josh Burboni, and please bow before the Crusaders of Legion, Dan Anthony, and he's returned from the darkness, Devin Tyus. Happy to have you guys new to the Legion. We're happy to have you return to Legion, if you want to join us and help support this podcast, do greater and better things like me, build an awesome new PC in 2020, please check out <laughs> patreon.com slash I kid, I'm not going to use Patreon money for not PC all of it, book, anyway. but I'm going to really a little bit, <laughs> like most of it because it's going to be strictly for podcasting. I'm not going to play games on it, guys, so it's, it totally counts. Oh, uh, please check out patreon.com slash Playing us out tonight, we're going to have a little overclocked remix because I, I actually saw- did things that at the time I, I saw that and i also saw the reason why i went oh, when you were about to do the patreons was because i saw who this is by and i got excited 
DJ Presso. DJ Presso. Yes, we got a remix tonight coming from Final Fantasy VII. It's called The Cosmophorian. It's by DJ Pretzel. It features the music of one song, Cosmo Canyon. Of course, you know Final Fantasy VII, the game that's being remade by Squaresoft forever, but it was originally released on the Sony PlayStation 1. Happy 25 years, Sony, to the uh, PlayStation, by the way. Uh, back in 1997, the music of the great, the amazing Nobu Umatsu. Nobu Umatsu. Nobu Umatsu. So we are going to play this remix. We're going to end the show. Please come hang out with us on Discord. Please, please, just please. just give me some of those nitro boosts. There's no some us without you. That's right. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. We will see you next week for more Flux Depots. Goodbye. Huh? <laughs>